You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal Schurz. Every week, myself and my co-host, Dr. Scott Barber, bring you the information that doctors are speaking about in doctor's lounges all over the country so that we can inform you and prepare you so that you can fight for your health care freedom and advocate for yourself and and your family uh, and uh, know what you need to be looking for to get your health care adequately taken care of. The um, show is brought to you by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, which is the only physician-run healthcare think tank in the U.S. We are um, working hard every day to try to fight back against the forces of evil so that we can uh, do good for our patients, for you in healthcare. It's very important in these very trying times for you to just go to your computer right now. You're, many of you are on your computer and just go to www.d, the number four pcfoundation.org. That's d4pcfoundation.org and just click on the button and give $5, $10, $50, $100 so that we can continue to stay alive because right now this fight that we are in the middle of right now is going to get very, very ugly. It's going to be a long haul and you need us. You need us to be out there fighting for you. So please help us fight for you and contribute to the Docs for Patient Care Foundation so that we can bring you this show and do all the other work that we do every single day. I have spoken to a lot of people who um, listen to my show. I'm often surprised and uh, and really I'm humbled by how many people do listen to this show and and um, and get information from me that they either didn't know or I reinforce things that they were thinking about that they um, haven't put together and. Um, and I, I view this as a big responsibility, and I'm, and I'm uh, honored to be able to do this. Um, and uh, after the last show, I received a number of emails um, that uh, supported uh, me that said that uh, they agree with the things that I'm saying and appreciated it and keep up the good work. And I give a lot of thought to the show before I come in and do it. And it's not easy to come in every week or every other week and come up with fresh ideas or or try to tie it all to a healthcare topic, which is what this show really is. It's the doctor's lounge. But it's not always about healthcare. Um, it's about what doctors are talking about and what doctors are thinking about. And uh, quite frankly, um, right, right now, um, doctors are are nervous. They are um, concerned about <clears throat> what is happening right now in our country. <clears throat> you know, medicine is based on truth and clarity and consistency and independent thought. These are principles 
that are the bedrock for doctors and other health care providers. And without them, we can't count on our health care system. We can't count on you being able to trust your doctor or get the health care that you need. And for the first time in my life, these values are under assault by um, an insidious force. And consequently, health care for every American is at risk. And why is this happening? Well, it's because the most destructive force in modern history has taken hold of our political system, of our country, and that's leftism. Leftism is based on a lie. It, it tells people that they're concerned about their welfare, and that is the central and paramount reason for the concern of those fighting for the people. But the reality is that leftism isn't about the people. Less leftism exists to benefit the powerful, the people on top, the super rich, and to keep them on top. And you do that by putting down everybody else beneath you. It's based on subjugation, subjugating the masses, dividing them, making them dependent on government, fighting for scraps. It's based on taking away the means to confront and resist this insidious force and punishing those who try. It takes root by appealing to the poor, to the uneducated, to the undereducated, and to the ignorant, and feeding them lies, feeding them things that they want to hear so that they will support this until such a time where it's impossible to fight back anymore. And it's not just me saying this. This isn't my independent revelation. They're very, very smart people who have been talking about this, who've been writing about this. People like Victor Davis Hanson, like Mark Levin, Dennis Prager, Rush Limbaugh, Shelby Steele, very, very um, brilliant African-American thinker, the late Walter Williams, another fantastic conservative African-American, the late, um, uh, um, well, the list goes on and on. The, the, the list is long about people who have written about, about uh, the left and the danger of the left and um, and it is something that now we are going to need to confront. Leftism has destroyed some of the most prosperous and democratic societies in the world. Venezuela, Argentina, Cuba. It's weakened the societies and destroyed the work ethic in countries in Europe where it has taken root, like in Italy or in France. What we are seeing right now is a lesson to everyone who thinks about resisting. And what I mean by that, what I mean by taking root, 
is um, is that uh, we are witnessing the destruction of the most powerful person on the planet, President Trump, by these people. And um, and if they can destroy the most powerful person on the planet, imagine what they can do to you or I. Um, one of the people I left off the list, of course, was our good friend Herman Cain, who wrote about leftism and the dangers of leftism and what it 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 means um, to uh, confront it, what is necessary to confront it. The events that we saw happen last week in Washington were disturbing and they were frightening, and I don't think that there's anybody who is a real patriot who who condones it. I don't think that taking um, a mob and shutting down Congress by breaking in is the answer to solving the problems that we are seeing right now in this country. Mob rule is not a good thing. And conservatives, Republicans, are, are uh, the hallmark of what we stand for is the rule of law and, and orderly um, uh, protesting. If you read the transcript from the President Trump's speech at the rally, there was not one single word in there, not one. And I, I absolutely challenge anybody who is listening, who thinks differently, to read the transcript. I went through that transcript three times trying to see if there is a case that would support the allegations that he incited a riot. He didn't do anything of the of uh, su- such as that. Nothing of the sort. He did um, uh, encourage people to come to Washington to have a rally to to um, peacefully um, uh, to congregate. He's done this for the last four years and the the rallies are are uniformly peaceful without any violence without any kind of incident and this was the largest rally of its kind of of a trump rally and nowhere did he say storm the congress or um break into congress and stop them from doing their job what he said was, let's march from where we are down Pennsylvania Avenue and let's go and let Congress know how we feel. So you can twist things around to make the case for whatever you want to do, and leftists are wonderful at doing that. They know how to twist things and change things to make their position heard but there this is all contrived and it it is it is despicable what we are seeing um there were people in 
in this rally who were um, clearly um, they they were out of control. They were they do not represent the the uh, majority, the vast majority, the ninety nine percent of Trump's supporters. There are crazy people on both sides. And these crazy people did the unthinkable. Now, everybody gets to be punished for the actions of some people who were felons. So this is a reality check. And what I mean by that is that the left has done the same thing. They've, they are hypocrites. And, and the media and the politicians are okay with that. And there's one thing that we in medicine, what doctors stand for, and that's truth. And hypocrisy is not truth. The, um, if we are not truthful as doctors, then people die. If we lie or if we fudge things, we are um, not not being honest, then our patients will not get treated properly and they will die. And we need to recognize the absence of truth. Doctors are really good at doing that. They're better than most at calling out BS. Hypocrisy is the twin sister of untruth. And this needs to be called out if we want to honestly assess what is going on right now in America. If the left wants to call out people at the Capitol and label them as domestic terrorists, then they need to be consistent. How is what happened last week any different than what happened when protesters took over the Hart Senate building during the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearings? It was a mob. They stormed that building. They took it over. How is that less dangerous? How is that less threatening than what happened at the Capitol? I'll tell you why. Because what they were doing was acceptable behavior to the left. They were trying to stop the appointment of a Trump Supreme Court nominee. This, what happened last week, was unacceptable because... How dare you question the election that that was clearly a settled event at that point? But both events were intended to do the same thing, which was to shut down government. How is one different from the other? Um, how about Portland, when there were nightly fire bombings? of the federal courthouse by Antifa. That was actual violence by people in the street who had weapons, who had automatic weapons, who had Molotov cocktails. And this was violence against the federal government. This was okay because 
it occurred in the immediate aftermath of Black Lives Matter protests. That was a a righteous event. And everything that transpired following that was okay. Forget about the fact that all of these criminals who did all of this were hidden by masks, which they were wearing way before COVID. They were wearing this when they were destroying property in cities around the country whenever there was a event that enraged the left. They would come out and they would loot and destroy property and commit violent acts in um, under under um, uh, anonymous uh, a garb where you couldn't see their face. These protesters at the Capitol did not do that. They were maskless. They were they were um, they were in uh, uh, plain sight. The Democrats want to prosecute the people at the Capitol to the full extent of the law. You don't hear a word about the people who destroyed hundreds of millions of dollars in in property and who um, and resulted in dozens of police deaths you know you're hearing about the the sudden concern by the left of the two police officers who who perished sadly and we and our hearts go out to them um, during the Washington uh, siege of the Capitol. But what about the year of violence against police officers who were trying to put down these riots all around the country? The ambushing of policemen in their cars, um, the, um, the firebombing of, of police officers in cars, the the hypocrisy and the inconsistency needs to be called out. You need to call BS on these people. Nancy Pelosi has called for sentences for these capital rioters. She and Chuck Schumer want to put these people on no-fly lists and call them domestic terrorists. What have we been witnessing for the last year in Portland and Seattle and Minneapolis and Atlanta and New York and D.C. And the list goes on and on and on. I call BS on these so-called patriots from the Democrat Party. They are nothing but cowards, opportunists, and they they are the danger to this country. This hypocrisy needs to be called out if we're going to have a standard. We have to have a standard, and we do in America. We have a standard. It's called the Constitution. And the left now wants to shred the Constitution. Unfortunately, we have two standards right now, and they're based on acceptable language, acceptable thought, and we're descending into a dark, deep abyss as a country if we allow this to continue. 
people need to call BS out on these people. People in politics and the media are charging Trump with dangerous language that's aimed at inciting people. I'm calling out BS on them. What about Maxine Waters, who for the last four years, even before Trump took office, is telling her constituents to go out and take out Trump. Go to restaurants wherever you see Republicans and harass them. How is that not inciting people to do violence? How is that acceptable? Why does the Secret Service not view her speech as dangerous and seditious? Even Biden, the president who wants to heal, the president-elect who wants to heal, is really not interested in that. How many times since he has, quote, won the election, has he said bad things about Trump, how he would like to take him out behind the gym and punch his lights out? How is that okay? If if the president-elect is saying that, what kind of message is that sending to all the lunatic supporters on the left who listen to this? How is that any less insightful, inciting rather, than what President Trump did when he didn't say one single bad thing about any Democrat, nor did he ask anyone to do anything other than peacefully march. This is this is just hypocrisy and, again, BS that needs to be called out. You know, the, the left has, has gone, has been the ones who have condoned violence. Robert De Niro, Hollywood, Madonna, Johnny Depp, they go out on a regular basis and say some of the most threatening things about President Trump. How is that okay? Because there are people who are listening to these people and they're thinking, yeah, I can do that. And and they're, they're crazies who are, who are um, crazy enough to do this. Or even TV news. Chris Cuomo or Bill Maher or Stephen Colbert or scores of others who are inciting, um, well, I, I would say millions of viewers, but these people don't really have millions of viewers anymore. But they, they still reach quite a few people who um, are listening to them and hearing a message that is geared towards them. How is any of this okay? You know, it's not okay. And we've seen this happen where some of these crazies have taken it to an unacceptable level. Ask Steve Scalise about that, who almost died from a crazy, a Bernie Sanders supporter, who tried to take him out on a baseball field. This is this is what the left is all about. This is what they stand for. And anything that they say that differs from that is 
a lie, it's hypocrisy, and it's BS, and it needs to be called out. How is it okay to deplatform people because the big big tech sites are looking to do so, and they're investigating postings that are objectionable. You know, we've just heard AOC want to convene a free speech commission so that they can, there can be people who are in power who decide what acceptable speech is and what unacceptable speech is. That's not America. That's Russia, Soviet Union. That is communist China. That is the left trying now to go to the next level and flex their muscles and start to do things to take away the civil liberties of every American. They don't believe in the Constitution. They do not believe in the Bill of Rights because that gives power to people. And they want the power. They don't want the people to have power. You know, the um, the, the, the uh, shadow ban, banning of conservatives from social media platforms or deplatforming people who say the wrong thing, like objecting to the election or who um, say that it was rigged. Those are trigger words for the left. And the people who write about that or talk about that need to be silenced. But it's okay for the people on the left to say that Trump should be hanged or shot or conservatives should be eliminated or condone leaders in totalitarian countries to be on their platforms, people who have committed heinous crimes against their people, who have murdered tens of thousands, if not millions, of their constituents. And it's okay for them to be on social media platforms. But a conservative who questions the election of 2020 is dangerous and cannot have a platform and needs to be silenced because, God forbid, they influence somebody who is malleable and impressionable and they say the wrong thing. This is hypocrisy at its worst. This is what the left has been doing, actually, to every single Republican and every Republican victory politically since George W. Bush. Every single election has been challenged by the left, and that was okay because it was righteous. It was okay for um, for Gore and his followers to challenge the results of the election. It was okay for Hillary Clinton supporters to claim that Trump was an illegitimate president because he really didn't win the election. But it's not okay for conservatives to question whether or not um, 
ballot harvesting or illegal voting or changing laws in states regarding election law, changing them on the part of a governor or a secretary of state or the state Supreme Court, those things which are illegal because it is actually breaking the law, it is dangerous to question that. And should you question that, you will be you will be silenced. Um, you know what we're doing right here on America's Web Radio, and what I'm doing in particular on in the doctor's lounge could be viewed as danger speech by the left. And there's a very good possibility that moving forward, I could be. I could be silenced. They could shut down this radio station because the left does not agree with the opinions that are being discussed on this radio show or other radio shows on America's web radio. Is that really what we want? Is that what America is all about? We are descending into a very, very dark place. And... It's not like we weren't warned about it because they've told us what they're going to do. It's not just about one election. This is about a movement to eradicate all conservative thought from the United States because the left has a foothold now on power. This is the nose, the camel's nose under the tent. This is the foot in the door. And they are going to do everything that they can so that they don't have to relinquish power again. This is not different than the communist Chinese cultural revolution, where all dissenting thought was expunged. Independent and dissident thought is not allowed. And I pray to God that we don't come to that, where I can't view these these thoughts or I cannot I cannot share them with people who are listening because there are people who object to what I'm saying. We have a hard break right now and I'm going to finish this thought up and then get into healthcare a little bit and what the implications are for medicine on the path that we're on. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. 
These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal Schurz. Today we are um, talking about the events that are happening around us, and I'm going to um, bring this back to healthcare. But I am so disturbed by what we're seeing happening around us that it's impossible not to comment on it and to ignore it. And I think that um, it's my obligation as a, uh, as a, um, uh, a, a talk show host on conservative radio to point all out that I have discussed in the first segment of the show and what I'm going to be talking about next. We're talking about how we are descending into a very dark place as a country. Um, and um, and leftism is something that uh, did not happen overnight. It's been a slow uh, progression toward leftism. And we've watched it happen with our eyes wide open and done nothing about it. And um, I pray that it's not too late. Um because the um, the left controls education, big tech, Hollywood, the media. Those are the the pillars of of information in society. And now they have the um, the reins of government in Washington. Big tech has done the unthinkable. They're censoring any dissenting opinions right now other than what the left deems acceptable. Look at Parler, which is um, a, um, a platform that that was really the only place that um, conservatives could air opinions without being censored. Well, no more. Big Tech and has uh, found a way to shut them down. Um, so there is no more free speech in America thanks to big tech and the media. They're blacklisting people who um, they oppose. Um, they're talking about not allowing um, people who worked for the Trump administration to hold another job. Businesses that made contributions to both political parties are now saying they will not contribute money to anybody who opposed the election, who questioned the the truth, the veracity of the election. This is how totalitarianism begins. This is 
hopefully not the beginning of the end of our country because the left does not want compromise. They do not want to heal. You know, Joe Biden could easily shut down the impeachment if he wanted to, but he's not doing it because it is not about healing. It is about retribution. It is about putting people down, hurting your opponents, destroying them, not allowing them to get up again and uh, fight another day, but to so mortally wound them that they could never come back to hurt you. That's what the left is all about, and that's what Joe Biden actually stands for. He's allowing this to happen. The left wants total control. The um, the left will um, hurt people economically. They will do it with taxation and regulation. They will do this by eliminating the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We're witnessing this play out right in front of us. We're witnessing it with the Commission on Free Speech. We're going to be seeing this on gun rights. We're going to be seeing this on every aspect of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights because the Constitution and the Bill of Rights guarantees power to people and the left is diametrically opposed to people having power. They want government to have power and they want the people at the top of that power structure to pull the strings. They are making it so that they can hold power permanently and we'll get back to that at the very end. But they want to... um, they want to go ahead and create more senators from um, blue states, Puerto Rico or the District of Columbia. Um, they want to um, get rid of the filibuster so that they can have a simple majority to pass laws. They want to pack the courts so that they can um, neutralize the uh, effect that President Trump has had in the last four years appointed conservative judges to the bench and to the Supreme Court. They will do this, all of these things and more, by making everyone dependent on government for everything. And it starts with health care. You know, I've said this before in the Saul Olinsky Rules for Radicals book, which I have read, which many people quote or allude to, but really haven't read, the number one item on that list, in bold, no no other things are in bold, just this, is control the health care of the population and you control the population. Well, the way things are, playing out right now, the way that they're lining up, we're headed towards this. And it's dangerous for two reasons. So first is the free speech aspect of things. You know, in in medicine, we depend on free speech, free thought to share ideas because not everything in science is black and white, although the left wants you to believe that that's the case because it makes 
their claim. It makes their case. Case in point is climate change. You know, they have their ideas about climate change, which is science. And they're telling people on a daily basis that the science is settled. Well, guess what? In science, nothing is settled. It's always evolving. It's always about discovery. It's not settled. But God forbid you talk against that, you speak out against that, and you are a climate denier. And you need to be punished. You need to be silenced. You need to be eradicated. Well, what do you think is going to happen in healthcare? That's a science as well. And when scientists, when doctors have opinions that differ from the left orthodoxy, they need to be silenced. They need to be put down. This is exceedingly dangerous for our patients, for the doctors who are taking care of patients, and for our country as a whole. We are the beacon of hope, of light for the world, healthcare especially. Not so if the leftists prevail. And we've seen the free speech in healthcare being curtailed. It's happened right in front of us this year, sadly, because of COVID. We've seen people who have different opinions from the left orthodoxy. And what happens to them? Take, for example, hydroxychloroquine. You know, President Trump talked about hydroxychloroquine. So right then and there, you know that it is bad. It's got to be put down. And anybody who jumps on that bandwagon must be eliminated. They must be silenced. Forget about the fact that there are various protocols in different institutions in this country which are held in high esteem, Yale being one of them. And hydroxychloroquine is a part of the Yale protocol for taking care of patients with COVID-19. But if you're a physician in practice who is taking care of hundreds of COVID patients and you've used hydroxychloroquine successfully and you report on it in public well, God forbid, you know, you have a forum to talk about it. So you've got to be delisted. You've got to be um, ridiculed. You've got to be censured. And um, and you've got to be made into a pariah in the medical community. That's what we have to look forward to in a left-controlled um, society when it comes to health care. Take masks. You know, masks are probably one of the most controversial issues that we are dealing with right now, and there are a number of opinions about this. And the science is not settled, but the left has an opinion about this. So if you go off the reservation, then you are a menace to society. You know, even the great Fauci said 
that masks are unnecessary. And then he did a 180, and he said we should all be wearing masks. Now, he did that 180 without one single shred of evidence that would change his mind. He changed it immediately on a dime for reasons that he shared, saying that he was concerned about using up the PPE and not having it available to healthcare workers. But regardless of why he said it, he just changed his mind. And whatever he said mirrored the opinion of the left, and so it needed to be so. It's so because I said it's so. That's not scientific evidence. That is not how science operates. That is not how healthcare operates. And that's what we have to look forward to. Vaccines. Great example. Who are the biggest anti-vaxxers on the planet? Hollywood, the left, the people who bought into the nonsense that was um, a crime that was perpetrated in Lancet about autism and vaccinations um, back in the 1990s, which has been debunked, which has been um, proven to be uh, based on on lies and uh, Uh, because the person who wrote the article got rich from the companies that were um, that were the uh, competitors to the um, vaccine makers. So, so forgetting about the fact that the left were the biggest anti-vaxxers on the planet, they were the ones who were saying, oh, we'll never see a vaccine, you know, we will, it'll be a miracle if we get a vaccine before 2022. And Trump and his administration said, no, we will get a vaccine before the end of the year. And anybody who wrote about that, anybody who expressed optimism about that was was ridiculed. They were They were silenced. They were told that their ideas were were not scientific and not only that but dangerous well we all know that we have vaccines and we have a um, we're getting them out to the public but the left is now blaming Trump for not getting them out fast enough so first they say that it won't happen and then it happens and then they blame him again and anybody who is critical of what the left is spewing has to be silenced because it is against the left orthodoxy of controlling thought in science, of controlling speech in healthcare. So do you think that's going to be different when it comes to policies that the left creates in healthcare and somebody speaks out and points out that what they say is dangerous, what happens if they decide that they're not going to treat breast cancer in women over age 70, which is something that 
Ezekiel Emanuel, one of the architects of Obamacare and one of the um, worst offenders in medicine on the left, is is saying things about what happens if they have a committee in government like they had under Obamacare, IPAB, which makes decisions for people and decides what treatments are acceptable, what treatments are not acceptable because the government will control health care and they will decide how money is allocated. What if they decide that it's okay for a illegal immigrant who is working in the uh, the agriculture field in California picking lettuce is needy of an expensive operation but you who were a taxpayer for 40 years and now you're 66 and you need a liver transplant or you need expensive chemotherapy that the illegal immigrant will will jump the line over you because they have many many more years of productivity than you do what happens when that occurs and somebody speaks out against that a doctor speaks out against it a healthcare policy person speaks out against it do you think that that will be allowed do you think that that person will be tolerated that that opinion will be allowed to be conveyed to people because clearly you're going to get a lot of 66 year olds who are going to be pissed off if they hear about that or learn about that well that's what we have to look forward to. Um, you know, um, we we right now have freedom of speech, and for doctors, we rely on this. We rely on the the um, the sharing of information so we can get better, so that we can um, find out what works and what doesn't. What treatments are helpful what treatments aren't which um, you know that's that's just how how medicine how how science works how healthcare works but when the government decides that they don't want that they don't want a free discourse because it's dangerous because there are people who are in control who will make decisions about what kind of care people are getting and um, who will get it, then there will no longer be free flow of, of knowledge, of information, and we will be descend, descending into a period that I've called previously the dark ages of medicine, where there will not be any innovation, where there will not be any kind of um, dissent allowed. You know, in um, back in in the Greek uh, when, when the Greeks Greek Empire um, ruled uh, much of the world, there were people who were brilliant minds. They were anatomists, 
and they um, and there was there was a view of anatomy which is so wrong and so uneducated, but that was the prevailing um, uh, scientific thought of the day. And when people questioned that and they decided to do things that were illegal based on the society, which was um, doing uh, anatomic dissections on, on, on people, that was not allowed to happen. But there were people who um, did that underground and discovered that the dogma of the day in Greece was incorrect and that that anatomy was actually um, far different, far um, more complicated than what they were teaching healers at that time. But when society decides what's allowed and what's not allowed, what is permissible speech and what's non-permissible speech, then you lose the ability to discover and to create and to get better. And in no leftist-controlled society has healthcare improved and gotten better and um, innovated. It has not happened anywhere in the world, in the history of the world, where leftism has prevailed. America is the beacon of healthcare, and people come from all over the world to create and learn here, and that will disappear. But most, mostly, what the left is going to do is they're going to move us into a single payer, government controlled healthcare system. And this does not end well for patients, for reasons that I've already said about deciding who gets care and who doesn't get care, um, what kind of care that you're going to get. But it gets much worse than that. Right now, in a free society, we've got people who are going into healthcare, into medicine, who want to um, devote their careers to taking care of people. If things change, first of all, we're going to lose a generation of very, very um, experienced doctors who are probably the bedrock of healthcare in this country. Because if I'm going to be asked to practice um, in a way that I don't agree with, I'm going to just say, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm over this. And I'm not alone. There are thousands of doctors just like me. And um, because we'll, we'll know better. We know what it's like to practice healthcare in a free society. And we will not um, do otherwise. We will not um, uh, give in to government telling us how to take care of patients. So when we lose all of these doctors and we've got inexperienced doctors, who's going to give health care to people? I, I am so worried about that. And uh, who's going to be taking care of me and my family? The, um, the prospects are just so chilling about how difficult it will be for 
people to get health care in America that I don't even want to um, think about it, but but I'm, I'm forced to do that, and I'm sharing that with you because that's a direction that we're heading in with a left-controlled society. So I have talked for the better part of an hour about doom and gloom and health care and how the left is going to um, hurt us and uh, and and fundamentally change our country, just like Barack Obama said he was going to do. So I want to say these things not to depress people and not to encourage any armed conflict. Those are the two things I don't want to see happen. What I do want to see happen is a call to arms, not arms with guns, but with minds and with deed and with effort and fight against what's happening, even though it's an uphill battle right now. And it may seem that this is the darkest that we have been in this storm. It always gets brighter after the storm has passed. And I encourage everyone to get engaged, get engaged in local, state, national politics. If you're a doctor, get involved in your health care societies. Fight back. Don't let this happen. Don't allow the forces of evil to overtake what we know is is right. Fight the hypocrisy. Fight the 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 double standard, the two the two layers of of justice in our country, because there are enough patriots out there who believe what I'm saying to be true, who share the the sentiment that I've expressed. And woe are we all and our children if we just give up and say there's nothing that we can do at this point. So I'm going to continue to fight, and I'll be back here in two weeks with our next show, and I'm hopefully not going to um, have as dark a show as we did today, and hopefully this will be the, um, the darkness that will pass and we'll see the light beyond the storm on the next show. So thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next time. You're listening to America's Web Radio Online. Thanks for tuning in.